ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Live it! Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. We do. So, <laughs> that was love it. That was the love it cue. Live it, love it. You can't put me in a box like that. I just did. Yeah, you can't. I just broke your box. Shredded it. Defied it. If you've got today questions about today's episode, contact us. How? Via email or Twitter addresses. You could use ignition at sfcatholic.org. That's I G N I T I O N at S F C A T H O L I C dot O R G. Don't spell as you drive. <laughs> well, I, you just did. I'm we not driving. driving. <laughs> Fine. Or, <laughs> or you could reach us via Twitter. Uh, the hand, the Twitter handle is at SF Diocese. You can use the hashtag Ignition. Emily, what do you think about the show so far? <laughs> Your banter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in here? We did that one already. I know, but it didn't take. I know. So um, this is episode 300. Woo-hoo! 300 episodes, Father and other people. <laughs> So Un, as yet unnamed, we as yet unnamed people. Um, so we thought we would. I, I, this sound, seems so fulfilling. I'm having deja vu right now. Father. All over Are again? you? Are you? Mm, not yet. Not yet. Okay. okay. Um, we thought we'd get together our, our regular hosts, Father and myself, along with our guest co-hosts. Nailed it. Or at least most of them. Thanks, Father. Yeah. Uh, and they are. We're going to start to my left. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's to my left? Hi, everybody. I'm Emily Leadham. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Emily. Well, let's see here. I am... <laughs> I was going to tell you fun facts, but I don't think that I should. I work for the Catholic Diocese <laughs> of <You're>... Sioux Falls. <laughs> I was going to tell you, like, my dream job is to be Cinderella at Disney World or uh-huh. that... By the time our listeners are listening to this, I hopefully have a little lady in my arms. Do with a little baby very soon. Um, but I work for the Catholic Diocese. I particularly get the honor of doing a lot of events for the diocese. So um, youth events, but also adult events, the youth conference, D camps, things like that. I get the honor of organizing and coordinating those. Um, where are you from? I'm from Sioux Falls. So this is not like fun fact stuff, but um, why are you here? Working for the diocese? Yeah. This is a great story. About a week before I was to start a master's program um, in St. Paul, Minneapolis um, for uh, marriage and family, um, psychology of marriage and family program. I came back and to visit my family. My family's here. I thought, oh, I'm going to go home for the weekend. Ended up running into one of my now bosses um, and his wife and ended up talking for about three hours about this position that had been open in the diocese. Um, And he just shared with me why he thought it would be good for me to be here. And I drove back to the cities and thought, oh, crap, and wrestled with the Lord the whole way home and decided to submit an application. And about a week later, I moved back to Sioux Falls 
Um, I told the Lord that there were three things that needed to happen for me to move back here. Number one, I didn't want to pay anything for my master's program, which was about to start. I called them. They said, you know what? That sounds like an incredible opportunity. Don't worry about it. You don't owe us a thing. I wanted someone to take my lease where I was living Mm -hmm. in St. Paul. I didn't want to leave my two roommates without a friend. And I got a text message about that day that said, Emily, any chance you know of two girls that are looking for another person to live with? I'm in need of housing in St. Paul. And I thought, oh, shoot, here we go. And then my third one was I wanted to find a place to live right away in Sioux Falls when I came back. And so I went apartment hunting and found this most perfect little studio apartment just for one. And they said, wow, this never happens, but we actually just had one open. Here you go. So what you're saying is you are Cinderella. So (laughs) what I'm saying is if the shoe fits, wear it, you know? Exactly. That's why I'm here. Um, we're gonna, Father. You're gonna explain yourself a little bit, but we'll we'll wait with you. But why? But why I said she's Cinderella? No, not that. Oh, okay. I'll come back to that. But I want to fit. They worked out. Shh. Um, the other guest co-hosts to my right is Renee Leach. Hi, Renee. Hello. Who are are you? you? Who am I? Who are you? Uh, I am. (laughs) Don't say it. Okay, don't say it. You can say it. You can say it. I work for the diocese in the human resources office. Have been in the building for about eight years, um, and when Chris gets really desperate for a co-host, um, I'm I'm the bottom of the barrel. That's what you do, <laughs> Renee. That's what you do, Renee. Who are you? Who am I? Come higher, dear friend. <laughs> I am a uh, Catholic convert who is very passionate about um, the Catholic Church and. Very excited to learn all that I can and then share it with those cradle Catholics who don't know the story. That sounds like ignition right there. We're going to, so that's going to be, that's That should be a tagline. You should write that down. We got to use that. Uh, It's fortunate it's being recorded. So I'll just go back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A bit more about who you are. Married. I am. Oh, oh, the the, you want the little details. Bio details. The bio details. I am happily married to my best friend um, for 27 years. We have two adult children who are both married and live in Sioux Falls. And I am the new grandma to a little girl by the name of Iris who was born in November. What's Iris's middle name? Her full name is Iris Renee Leach. She's she's pretty awesome. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, she's pretty amazing. So, uh, Father Dickinson. Yes. Who are you? I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. I'm the pastor of St. Paul's in White, South Dakota, as well as the director of the Pius XII Newman Center, a Catholic ministry to South Dakota State University. I'm a priest now in my 11th year uh, in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, originally from South Dakota, and in my 8th year uh, serving at St. Paul's and at the Newman Center, and in my 300-ish episode of Ignition. 300-ish. Because obviously there's some I've missed. That's true. Yeah, there were were a a few dozen before you and I, before you joined the show. Um, And some, well, I mean, I I was gesturing on radio. To my to your guest co-hosts who use when I'm gone. Oh, I thought you were like I don't know. <laughs> um, what are your the the two places that you do ministry at? What 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 are their um, uh, not subtitles, but you know you know what I mean here. St. Paul's is a mission. Oh, it's a mission with a mission. Okay. Yep. 
Um, so St. Paul's calls itself a mission with a mission because they've never had a resident <coughs> priest. In fact, they don't have a rectory on site, uh, so they call them, so they've always been a mission parish. So like to think of themselves as a mission with a mission. Which is what? Uh, bringing uh, the gospel to the town of White and the surrounding areas. So that, that gets to... I'm international, actually, because we have parishioners in Toronto. What? I'm international. I've got parishioners in Toronto. Explain yourself. Well, I have parishioners in Toronto. What needs to be explained on that? But if you don't know your South Dakota geography, and apparently you don't right now, Dr. Bergwald, there's the town of of Toronto, South Dakota. No, I believed you when you said I have an international parish, because now you don't, because you just indicated to us that you were lying. You were deceiving us intentionally. Yes, but it it was a good joke. It was a pun. It was great. It was pretty good. St. Thomas Aquinas wouldn't approve, but the church would. (laughs) (laughs) And and whenever you talk about South Dakota State, for those who aren't familiar with um, this institution, GBGTG, GBGBGJ? GB, that, that. Go big, go blue, go jacks. There we go. Nobody else, no jacks here, are there? No, that's okay. No. No, but we support. I am Dr. Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship you? and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. I don't even know you anymore. Uh, I've been married to Jermaine for 10 years. Then Ray has been married to her best friend. So Jermaine and I have been married for 17 years. We have five kids. All of them South Dakotans. No joke. No joke. And yeah. Why are you here? What do you do? What, what do you do in this building? I said that first. Were you paying attention? You gave us the title. You didn't tell us what you do. Ooh. Zing! Thank you. High five. Sometimes I feel like you guys don't bring out the best in each other. <laughs> do you ever feel that way? It's Should we lunch. talk about this? It's after lunch. So sometimes we, you're just getting they're a little, little sassy. A little, a little feisty. Yeah, we, a little sassy. I, I, we get compliments on our banter, do Emily. You? Yes, do we, do. <laughs> we do. We <laughs> do. Troy Jones, Troy, do me a favor. Contact oh, yeah. Emily. Tell her how much you enjoy our banter. That's one. The only one, but, but thank you, Troy, for your feedback. Wow. This is an NPR, sister. We do that every now and then. Yes, welcome. Let's record our episode like this. Oh, yes. That'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? Is that better, mm. Emily? Really invites people into the That's, intimacy of the conversation. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. That Don't pretty fall good. asleep at the wheel, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, sometimes they do, probably. Um, I'm I'm gonna move on uh, for my Aww. introductions. I know, I know, but um, I wanted. There were a couple of things that some of you said as you were talking about um, who you are and and also what you do that I think would be great for a discussion for this 300th episode of Ignition. Uh, again, the, 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 the tagline that we use currently, although maybe we'll change it to Renee's, um, is we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. See, launch because it's Ignition. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> So, Brilliant! Are you kidding me? Are I get you it. kidding me? I get it now. This may be Emily's last appearance on Edition. Come on, some of our Seriously. listeners have never thought about it either, and you're insulting them right now. <laughs> but they've never guest co-hosted the show. She has pregnancy brain. You have to forgive yeah, her. Yeah, that's Not, what's happening. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, actually, just because I'm a clockwise kind of guy, we are going to start with you, not because of what you just said. Okay. <laughs> this isn't retribution this is at all. This is not <laughs> a hard question. I just not know retribution it. Retribution <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, As I nod my head. We want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Emily, why is that for the typical hmm. Catholic who's probably listening to this, maybe for the first time ever? And they've survived the last twelve minutes. Why, why? Why? Why is that important? And by the way, that's we're going around. So you other two, Emily's oh, got to think on the spot. So this, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd hate yeah, following yeah, hard. You get the uh, opportunity think, to take the good answer sure. here. <laughs> okay, here we go. I hope I get it right. No, I'm just kidding. You know, um, it wasn't that long ago that I was. Um, I think I was listening to a speaker or something, and I was so convicted. Um, with with the scripture, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And the speaker was really talking about how that's an invitation for every set of ears that that falls upon. And uh, recognizing, maybe for the first time, when as I was kind of sitting with that and, and experiencing that, that that was actually speaking to me and that Jesus was inviting me into the participation of that commission, of that great commission in a particular way. And so um, understanding in, in response to that, I think the necessity of us having a deepening understanding of the faith, <clears throat> a, a lived faith within our hearts that actually overflows um, and invites other people to live it, to share it. Um, it's just a really powerful thing. My life changed when someone that was passionate about the Catholic faith overflowed and shared that with me. My life was forever changed. So I think that's why it's important um, for me was just my, my uh, quite honestly, a, very simply my own experience of someone doing that in my life and the profound, uh, profound impact that it had. Awesome. Thank you. Father, what's your take? Could you repeat the question? Um, why is engaging in the new evangelization, sharing your faith, living your faith, sharing it, growing in it, why is that important? Uh, it's important on a personal level for me just in the sense of uh, seeing the reality that the faith is always, uh, there are no grand, God has no grandchildren. Right. Um, so God is a father. We call God father, I should say, and He's we enter into his fatherly love for us through baptism but you know the god doesn't have grandchildren and so each new generation has to know that god is their father and have that relationship with god and an awakening to uh this reality that they were born into in the waters of baptism that god is their father and if we just assume that it's going to happen naturally because you know i myself have it therefore you know my children my descendants will have it or whatever it's it's not going to come true and so we need to be working and laboring towards this uh, as part of our life. And I think also there's an importance of this in the church of a, of a change in mindset. I think we're going through a change in mindset as a church of not just a maintaining of uh, existing institutions, but also a, uh, to the idea of it's not so much the institutions that need to be maintained, but the progeny of God that need to be to be grown and spread. Thanks. Renee, <laughs> you're not last. I'm not last. Um, for me, it's about, um, 
you can't love who you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so my journey of faith has just been about growing in um, my understanding and of who God is and what his nature is and what he's like. And the more I learn, the more I discover there is to learn. And with all of that knowledge comes this overwhelming sense of joy that spills out. And um, it's, it's important to share. I have children and now I have grandchildren that um, I would love to see with me in paradise. And, and we don't know our story as Catholics, as, as Christians. We don't know our story. We don't understand. We have forgotten um, the history of salvation and the promises that God has made to us. And so it, if we don't go out and evangelize and share the story and get people excited about it, help them to understand their faith so they are excited about their faith, um, we're going to lose generations of souls. Thank you. Um, my t- <laughs> this should be a, this really should be a video, a vlog. No, no, vlog. Vo- a, vlog. A, a video podcast sometimes because there's so much that's lost in facial expressions. Or like my, or like when I'm making gestures. Yeah, when you're, yeah. But maybe maybe we'll work on that for episode three, four hundred, four hundred. There we go. Um, my response to that is my answer to my question is. If if we're convinced, and not every Catholic is, but for, for those of us certainly sitting in this room um, that we have the truth, it's incredibly selfish of us to keep it to mm-hmm. ourselves. Amen. Um, if I'm convinced that what I have is the means to happiness, to fulfillment, to passion, peace, purpose, joy, etc., why would I not want to share that with people who I know? I should want to share that with you. So it's incredibly selfish and unloving of me to keep it to myself. Have you seen, uh, we've talked about in previous episodes, but have you seen, uh, there's a kind of famous video of the uh, magician Penn Gillette of Penn and Teller, who himself is an atheist, but he just kind of puts up a, put up a video one time on YouTube about uh, this man who presented him with a Gideon Bible after a show. And he was just saying like, if you really believe this, how selfish do you be, do you have to be not to share it? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, how much I, do you have to like hate people? If, if people are going to hell, if they don't believe this, how much do you have to hate them not to tell them? It? Wow. It's convicting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was, and he was, he was very sincere about it too. It wasn't yeah, just, absolutely. yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to mention contact information in a minute, but the follow up question to that is going to be, so given all of your answers, um, and, uh, uh, what has been a time when you've shared the faith, whether it was a positive or negative response, but where you really felt convicted that this isn't a time for me to share it, and and how was it received, and and or you can pick ever which whichever one you answer. Um, what have you found personally to be the most effective way, or one of the most effective ways to share the faith in your own experience? Okay, so uh, we're, <laughs> we're when we when we come back here in a minute, uh, Renee, you're going to be first. But first. Yes. How could they contact us with suggestions or about future episodes or questions about this very episode to which they're listening, Dr. Bergwald? This episode of Ignition, which is a podcast broadcast for the new evangelization. There'd be two ways to do that, Father Dickinson, the email or by Twitter. Oh, well, what email address should they use? Ignition at sfcatholic.org. 
And what Twitter address? SF Diocese use the hashtag ignition. Awesome. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Thanks, Father Dickinson. Emily, what do you think about that? And now a note from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been preceded by. Brought to you by Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> this has been brought to you by the Catholic Family Sharing Appeal. Ooh, CFSA coming to a yes. parish near you. Yes, exactly. So, Renee. Yes. <laughs> do you remember the question? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I a won't. time where I've shared and. Um, Actually, it didn't happen not, not that long ago. Um, I had the opportunity to visit with a young man who, um, through a series of events, I'm a convert, and um, he is a Protestant young man, and he is very concerned for my soul as a Catholic, and he um, asked if he could come over and with the intent of converting me back um, to Protestant. And we had a four-hour um, apologetic throwdown, just him and I in my living room. And um, it was very cordial, very intense. Um, and it um, going into it, I was scared to death. Um, and I walked, I walked away from it. Um, more convicted in my beliefs um, than I realized and more prepared to respond um, to the challenges and the questions than what I realized thanks to um, the, the research and the prep and the formation that I had received prior to that. And while I didn't, um, I didn't convince him um, he was pretty set in his in his theology and what he thought. Um, I, in the end, looking back, I think it was more about con, con, um, confirming for me that um, my heart is truly home in the Catholic Church, and it was a throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and that's yeah. So so that's a, to me a great example of where when you share right now at least so far. It, it didn't, or it didn't have an immediate impact on him, it, but well, it did on you. It it had a huge impact. It had an immediate impact <clears throat> on me. Um, he and I are still friends. We still communicate. Um, I, you know, we still. He's still throwing questions at me, and so it um, it ended. And I gave and was able to answer and explain some of the things about the Catholic Church that he didn't understand. And, and, and the gift was be, to be able to show in Scripture the foundation for a lot of what the, the Church teaches and why and things that he wasn't aware of. So, okay. Thank you. But like I said, any instances ever that you've ever had, maybe one or two of sharing? Well, one, one that we just got, it's not maybe a direct sharing, but it was a real interesting one in uh, a couple of years ago uh, doing – a homily on uh, chastity before marriage mm-hmm. uh, and preserving uh, sex for marriage. And uh, I didn't know this at the time, but later I was talking to one of my focus missionaries and that there's someone there who was really struck by it. And um, just like, oh, wow, yeah, like, you know, my, my boyfriend and I, we need to stop what we're doing. We need to change all these things, do all these things. And it's really convicted. And then within a matter of like four hours of that, you know what? We're not doing anything wrong father was wrong we're, and just really just seeing that cut that that ebb and that flow in that way mm-hmm. um and hearing about it i should say right 
Um, but still praying for that person even to this day, um, for them uh, in their life, uh, that they would uh, be able to uh, receive our Lord's truth and goodness for them and happiness for them. And um, But, you know, I mean, I'm very grateful that they received it, you know, even though they didn't, like, maybe take it all the way. I'm grateful that they received it and glad that they received it. Um, but also just kind of informative, too, and just, like, what the dynamic of all that is as it goes on, as someone wrestles with those things in their heart, as you maybe try to preach uh, the truth or invite to the truth in some ways, and, and just the, the messiness of our humanity and accepting it. Thank you. Emily. Beautiful. Can I flip the question on its head a little bit? Sure. Flip the script. There's a time recently that I was evangelized that's actually coming to my mind, huh? um, that someone truly witnessed the gospel to me in a powerful way. Because of my role at the diocese, I frequently get asked, I have a friend of a friend of a friend that um, could really use somebody to talk to, could really use a, a, you know, a priest, someone to counsel, that kind of thing, just because of my connections and knowing different people in the diocese. And so um, I, this friend of a friend of a friend, I said, absolutely. Um, and it was actually Monsignor Charles Mangan that I said, I think this would be a great person to, to meet. And so they did, and Monsignor came to me a while later and said, Emily, thank you so much for, you know, passing along this this person. I really greatly enjoyed my time meeting with her. And I said, yeah, you know, I think I've only met her once or twice. Um, she's real f- physically disabled, right? She hunches way over. That was my first, that was my first words. And Monsignor Mangan, smiling at me, said, oh, I'm not sure, but what a delightful person, or something along those lines. Just, he didn't even see the disability. He didn't even see the, the you know, what I saw. And I, I was so struck, I was so convicted, just how much he saw the person of Jesus Christ. And, and it witnessed to me in a powerful way. And I thought, amen, Lord, that's you. It was convicting and, and, and challenged me beautifully. So what's striking to me, um, we've only got like a minute left. What's common in all three examples? All, all three. This is clear as a bell to me. One on one. Uh, they were all. They're all one on one. But they. Mine were, was. Mine was a homily. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, it's in some way your intentions all failed. Hmm. Hmm. My intention was to be true to what the Lord has put in my heart. You're, okay, intentions. Uh, somebody would say you were not successful. My goals. Somebody would could say you were not successful, and yet there was great fruit born. From all three. So Renee, yours, it was convicting for you, mm-hmm. confirming for you of the truth of the faith, uh, even though maybe it didn't bear the fruit immediately. It, well, the whole Evan Flow Father yeah. from your example. And Emily, to me, what you intended it for it to be ended up being something that was powerful for you. Uh, at, the Lord works in mysterious ways. And he, he just totally avoided giving his own answer. Well, I did because we only have 10 seconds left, so there's no way I could possibly go into sufficient detail with my many examples. Oh, boy. <laughs> Never, okay. <laughs> and that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Uh, thank you guys for being here today. Seriously. Thanks, Pleasure. Thanks for the invite. Um, email address ignition at sfcatholic.org. Tweet, uh, on Twitter, SFDiocese. Use the hashtag ignition if you've got ideas for future episodes or questions about today's. Until next time, dear listeners, my mighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on media and then audio files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition podcast in the iTunes store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.